If you know me at all, you know that I am a huge Walt Disney World fan. You also know that I really hope to get to Disneyland before I get much older. That said, I'm not always supportive of some of the decisions coming down out of the Disney company that continues to charge more money while giving less of a return. Like it or not, most of us make a major investment just to visit the parks. For some, it's a once-in-a-lifetime occasion. For others, it's almost a way of life. On this episode, we're going to focus on the decisions coming down from on high, not from the viewpoint of the bigwigs at Disney, but we're going to chat about those who are caught in the middle. There will also be a few news items of interest, so let's get started with episode 29 of Disney Conversations for the week of November 21st, 2021. I'm your host, Magical Matthew Wallace, and it is my honor to welcome you aboard. Welcome to Disney Conversations, a Disney fan podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Wallace. Disney Conversations is sponsored by Magical Matthew Travel. At Magical Matthew Travel, we specialize in all of your Disney destination planning. Contact us today at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com for your free, no obligation quote to your favorite Disney destination. Magical Matthew Travel is a proud affiliate of the Travel Quest Network. We're going to start this episode out by looking at some news, and we're going to start by talking about the new Magic Band Plus. Magic Band Plus is scheduled to debut at Walt Disney World in 2022. This newly redesigned version of the Magic Band will retain all of the current features while adding new functionality that will unlock moments of magic during your vacation to Walt Disney World. This band will help you become a bigger part of Disney moments during your visit. Examples given on the Disney Parks blog are being a bounty hunter, at Black Spire Outpost in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, interacting with the golden sculptures throughout the Walt Disney World theme parks during the 50th anniversary celebration, and watching your band react to nighttime spectaculars like Harmonious at Epcot or Disney Enchantment at the Magic Kingdom. The new band will be available for purchase beginning in 2022 with a pre-arrival discounted price for Disney Resort Hotel guests only. It will also include new and renewing annual pass holders. Current Magic Bands will continue to function and be available as well. And your Magic Mobile service on your mobile device will also continue to operate within the bounds of My Disney Experience app. As of this moment, there is absolutely no mention of how much this will cost you, but I'm sure the new Magic Band Plus will come with a nice little price tag. How about you? Does this excite you about a visit to Walt Disney World? I'd like to hear your opinion, so let me know at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com. I'll share your thoughts. Now, as you may or may not know, you can now reserve your spot on the new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Halcyon. Set to debut on March 1st, 2022, this adventure will allow you 
to make your own story as you tour the galaxy. As a part of the experience, you will see, feel, and live Star Wars. You may see some familiar heroes such as Chewbacca or Rey. You may also have a chance encounter with the dark side, including Kylo Ren. Or you may run across some new characters created just for the voyage on Halcyon. Now let's take a look at the new cast and crew. You have Captain Rayola Kivan will lead your voyage aboard the Halcyon. She is a strong, decisive leader. She is liked by cast and crew, and you are encouraged to listen to what she has to say and follow her instructions because she knows her stuff. Cruise director Lenka Mock will be your go-to crew member. She is the captain's right hand and in charge of your onboard entertainment. She will gain her own happiness by watching you, her passengers, enjoying yourselves. SK-620 is an astromech droid and the assistant cruise director. SK will be keeping an eye on things to make sure that they run smoothly aboard ship. He enjoys the guest interaction and is a good help should something needing special attention arise. Salmon is the ship's new mechanic. He is enthusiastic and has a good-natured personality. He has quickly won over the crew, and he is popular among guests that interact with him. D-309 is another droid whose primary task is to take care of ship logistics. She knows everything and everyone on the voyage, and she is not shy about sharing her knowledge with anyone who will listen. And finally, First Order Lieutenant Harmon Croy is aboard to root out and expose any resistance fighters. The big question is, are you with him or are you against him? If you want to keep tabs on how things develop as the Galaxy Star Cruiser continues towards its maiden voyage, just jump to www.starwarsgalacticstarcruiser.com to register for your own updates. Out at Disneyland, Mickey's Toontown will be making a return after an aggressive reimagining. Scheduled to return in early 2023, Mickey's Toontown will include the Disneyland version of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Now, I have seen this at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and I have to say that it is an impressive attraction. So there's something to look forward to there. Other enhancements in the area will include a renewed focus on today's families with young children by featuring new play experiences, including some grassy play areas to allow everyone to unplug and enjoy. There are even some areas that will allow the kids to play while the parents get a moment to relax. Families can enjoy Centennial Park that will have a fountain that is designed for you to play in it. And it will also be the center icon for Mickey's Toontown. This is sure to provide some sensory experiences to be enjoyed. Characters like Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald Duck will be making this their home. So you can be sure to see them at any time during your visit. So Mickey's Toontown is scheduled to close this March 2022 and will hopefully open about a year later. A quick little refurbishment update if you're a fan of Cali River Rapids, and I am, it is going to be closed for refurbishment now through mid-December 2021. And no big surprise here, the Walt Disney World Railroad at Magic Kingdom is still closed while we wait for the Tron Light Cycle attraction construction to be completed. No estimated date has been announced to get this fan-favorite attraction back on the rails. Refurbishment at Disneyland Resort include the Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage, It's a Small World, 
in the sailing ship Columbia, as well as Tarzan's treehouse. All are closed, but currently have no reopening dates scheduled. All right, I want to flip gears right now and go into the feature for this week. You know, in recent weeks, we have seen more and more decisions made that affect a lot of the pocketbooks at Disney. Don't get me wrong. I know that the Disney company is a publicly traded company and that they have a responsibility to their stockholders. However, there is a part of me that thinks there should be an equal responsibility to the millions of visitors that come to the parks every year. Some of them more than once a year, some every two, three, four years, sometimes longer, and still others who may only visit once in a lifetime. Like it or not, it is an investment, like I said in our introduction, for anyone wishing to take a vacation to Disneyland or Walt Disney World. You may have heard a lot of people talking about Bob Chapek lately, and I think that much of this is on his shoulders. He began making cuts to the park experiences years ago when he began to eliminate a lot of the street acts and musicians from the parks. Most notably, I think about what he did to Epcot over the last five to ten years by removing off-kilter the street players in both Italy and the United Kingdom, and those are just a few. And you may have heard rumors of a petition circulating on the internet calling for Mr. Chapek's resignation and removal as CEO of the Disney Company. Those are not rumors. That is actually going on around Facebook and other social media platforms. But that's enough about all that. Let's get to the heart of our discussion. We as visitors feel a lot of these decisions as they go deeper into our pockets with the creation of things like Disney Genie Plus and the independent Lightning Lane purchases. The cost of resorts is creeping up while not yet at full capacity. It's getting there, I know, but we're not there yet. And then there's ticket prices. Look at how much the cost of an annual pass went up. And I don't know about the rest of you, but for me, I don't live in Florida. So I only have one option on what I can buy. But here's who I feel the most for. And that's the cast members who have to deal with the almost daily changes. They have to learn what they mean and then attempt, and I did say attempt, to convey to us, the guest, without being nervous or unsure, what all these changes mean. And if you ask me, that's kind of a tall order for anyone. Don't you agree? On my trip this past September, I was there the week Rise of the Resistance went from early booking for a boarding group to an all standby line. That was not a pretty sight to see at all. I walked in on September 23rd, a Thursday, to see cast members directing people coming through the gates to go one of three directions at Hollywood Studios. If you went up the middle, you were lined up for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. If you went to the right, you were headed for Toy Story Land. And if you went to the left, you would get in line for Rise of the Resistance. Now, the line for Rise had a wait time of nearly three hours in a very short amount of time. And most of the cast members did a fabulous job. While some had to deal with guests who were being very demanding and rude to the cast members who were just finding out what the game plan was for the day. And for me, over the years, I've had fabulous service from cast members for a variety of things. From extending our park tickets to an extra day, to continuous rides on certain attractions, free cupcakes for birthdays and celebrations, the cast members are the ones who make the real difference. 
And in my case, if you'll recall, I took a fall on our last park day at Pop Century. Cast members came out of the woodwork to make sure I was okay. They got me the help that I needed and they made sure that I was able to enjoy the rest of my time at Walt Disney World. In my case, the day manager at Pop Century was outstanding. He gave me the use of a wheelchair for the remainder of my stay, and he paid for the scooter that I needed to get around Epcot that day. I felt like that was above and beyond, but it made a difference on how the rest of my vacation went. Sadly, there are some ruder guests who feel it's acceptable to treat cast members as lower-class employees. They have been pushed, shoved, spat on, cussed at for something that the cast member has no control over. And in all of that, the cast member is expected to keep a warm smile and greet each guest as though they are the most important person at the park at that time. And I believe that the cast members are the ones who make or break our vacations. Think about it. When you first arrive at your Disney resort, who greets you? It's someone whose job is specifically to welcome you home to your resort. If you use the check-in desk, and I'm noticing that there are a lot of people who still do, your interaction with that check-in cast member can set your feet on the path to a great resort experience. Food service cast members are working hard to make sure that the meals that we order are satisfying and taste good. And take the Magic Kingdom, for instance. When you walk in, you're met by several cast members waving at you with a smile on their face and that Mickey hand glove waving at you. How does that make you feel? I know I love that welcoming experience. Attractions members have a job to do in making sure everyone is safe and able to enjoy the attraction with no issues or interruptions. And many times, they are some of the ones who get the most abuse from guests. And let's not forget the custodial cast members. In truth, If you need to figure out how to get around any of the parks, just ask one of the cast members. They know where everything is and the easiest way to make your way around. So don't count those custodial people out. Now, I want to take a moment to thank some of the cast members that have crossed my path. You have made my visits to Walt Disney World memorable and fun. The first one that really sticks out to me is a visit I made in 1985. It was a solo trip. And I went to the Walt Disney World Village to eat at the Village Restaurant for breakfast. It was a character meal. Snow White noticed that I was alone for this trip. And she took it upon herself to take a seat for just a few minutes across from me and chat with me until my meal arrived just a few moments later. She was as sweet as they could be, and she made that moment very special. Did she have to do that? I don't think so. But that memory is forever in my head, and I recall that time often with a smile on my face. And you know that on this last trip, I had a lot of cast members involved in the whole week. And I took note of some of them. I got to go to the boathouse for my very first time. And Carrie was my server. She was excellent. She was very helpful when it came time to make my menu selections. And she treated me with a smile on her face. She checked back at good intervals, but not too often. It was a very well-balanced experience. And of course, Mike, the day manager at Pop Century, as I said before, on the day of my fall, he handled everything professionally, and I am very grateful for his concern for my health and my well-being. Emily was a cast member at the International Gate when I left Epcot in a wheelchair that day, and she was kind enough to help me get up to the Skyline Station so I could make it back to my room. 
I was alone at that time. It was going to be a long trip otherwise. One that sticks out to me is a young lady by the name of Hannah. She was a custodial CM at Magic Kingdom, but she was unable to move around after Happily Ever After. There was just too much of a crowd. So she stood with us and we chatted for a bit. And she shared some of her dreams and goals with us that she had for herself. And while she was waiting to achieve those, she was enjoying her time as a cast member at Walt Disney World. She was a very bright young lady. And I don't know if she's listening, but Hannah, if you are, I wish you well. Keep going. And then there was our server at Chef Mickey's on her departure day. Her name was Tammy. Very attentive, but not overly so. She explained how the skillets were done for breakfast. And she would also let us know when it was time for characters to come around so we could be ready. I've also gotten an email from a friend named Brad Coates, who uh, relates to me a situation that occurred with them involving cast members. On their trip in June with a family of five, including their new son-in-law, his wife became extremely ill. They were taken to the hospital by way of Uber, and they were doing a split stay. So the morning they were scheduled to move, they were supposed to go to the Animal Kingdom Jumbo House. Brad was stuck at the hospital taking care of his wife, which is where he should be. But he told the kids to go ahead and do what needed to be done to get the bags transferred. And then he sent them to the parks for the day. So a little after three, he takes an Uber over to Jumbo House to get checked in. And when he gets there, he's informed that the club level room that they had booked is not available due to COVID restrictions. He was a little emotionally distraught. He was frustrated. So the gal at the desk called her supervisor, whose name was Ann. Ann was very apologetic. She did everything she could to get them taken care of. And when she came out to chat, she got the story about what was going on with Brad's wife and the fact that they'd had no diagnosis as of that moment. She left for a few moments and then returned. She informed them that one room, a club-level studio, was now ready, but the one-bedroom suite that they had booked initially would not be ready, and that they might not have a one-bedroom available until possibly the next day. Essentially, there were no rooms at the inn, at least not at Jumbo House. But Anne got busy, and eventually she was able to get them a room at Kadani. That was a good replacement for the one that they lost. She also gave them a two-night stay at any club-level room on property, giving them taxi vouchers to get back and forth to the hospital, and they even gave them taxi vouchers to get to Universal for the last few days of their vacation. This is a great example of one cast member really going above and beyond anything you might expect. Some Disney cast members really understand the value of the guest. And in a situation like this, it was obvious that Brad and his family were stressed. His wife was taken care of. She did have to go through some surgery while she was there. Brad, if you're listening, I hope she's mending well. I hope everything has returned to normal for you guys. Our prayers are with you. And I thank you for sharing this story. And if you happen to be listening at Animal Kingdom Jumbo House, Thank you for being the kind of cast member we can all be proud of. And these are just a few of the examples of really good, might even say great cast members, and how they made a huge difference. Are there some not-so-good cast members? Absolutely. I've heard stories, but personally, I've not had a lot of direct experience with them. If you've had any similar experiences, I'd really like to hear about it. If you've had good interactions with cast members, let us know. Drop me a message at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com 
and we'll give that a look and maybe share some of it on the podcast. In the meantime, it's time for me to start planning for what's coming up next. So that brings us to a close of another episode of Disney Conversations. I want to thank you for joining me. Over the next few episodes, there will be some very special people joining me. I look forward to sharing that with you. If you enjoy Disney Conversations, I'd appreciate if you would share this podcast with your friends. Disney Conversations is available for listening on all of the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're available on Spotify and TuneIn and many other places around the internet. But for now, until next time, I hope you have a great week. We'll see you again real soon. TTFN. Magical Matthew Wallace here, and I'm putting out the Help Wanted sign. You know, the title of this podcast is Disney Conversations. Well, conversations are meant to be held with more than one person. I can carry on a conversation on my own, but I've always gone by the axiom of it's okay to talk to yourself and it's okay to answer yourself, but you're in real trouble when you get to go, huh? Well, I'm about to the huh stage, and I need help getting past that. So this is why I'm coming to you, the listener. Disney Conversations is for you to have an outlet to talk about whatever it is you love about Disney. I would appreciate if you would contact me directly at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com so we can begin discussing what it's going to take to have you come aboard Disney Conversations even for just one episode. I know you all have a story to share. I know you all have a love for Disney or you would not be listening to this podcast. So how about it? Let's put our heads together. Let's come up with a conversation we can both enjoy. I hope you'll consider it. I'll talk to you soon. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Disney Conversations.